0: be counting down on in front of you. Six, five, four, three, two. Hey folks, Rick Dollar here with the Roadshow Podcast. And uh, man, i tell you what, there's some, uh, never know who you're going to meet out there. So <laughs> I ran into these guys and uh, I think they had a flat tire or something, didn't you? Yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> we actually drink brake fluid, but that's okay because we can stop at any time.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) How's that for a dad joke? These are not professional comedians. Okay, we'll say that. (laughs) Wait, did you
2: actually meet him on the side of the road? No. Okay. (laughs) What? Nor did I really, I really didn't drink break fluid either. That's good.
0: And what'd you have for dinner is what I
1: want to know, man.
0: It's making you do
1: this. I had a nanny Burger from uh, the world famous Backstreet Grub located in Irving, Kentucky. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It's a Nanny Burger, so it's got like a bacon and egg and a burger. If you've never had an egg on a hamburger or a cheeseburger, you should try it. And over easy, it just gets real sloppy. I think any kind of food that you
0: eat that is really sloppy, it makes it much better. (laughs) I'm telling you, that's what I get at IHOP all the time. My wife's like, you don't want breakfast? I'm like, this is breakfast. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, we're here with Chris Schaus from the 23 String Band and Arthur Hancock IV from the Wooks collectively – They've put together, uh, with a few other people, Wolf Pen Branch. And I'm just jacked about what you guys are going to be doing in the future. I got a, a little sneak peek there from, um, from Arthur one day. He gave me uh, a link to some of this new music coming out, and I was jacked, man. This is going to be really good. Um, but it's an honor to have you both on the podcast tonight. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me. Thanks for having us. Hey, no problem. It's not hard. To, it's not hard to do things like this when you can talk to great musicians. You know, it's it's a little easier. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, now um, about this new uh, new project, Wolf Pen Branch. How long have you guys been together? Well,
2: I guess officially, this is Arthur, and uh, we'll <laughs> we'll call uh, January twenty sixth our starting day. Ah. That's when we picked a name. But we had we had worked on some music in the fall of of 2020 mm-hmm. and and really you know if we were to contemplate what kind of led to the creation of the band the pandemic had a lot to do with it um you know having the time and the not having gigs and having the time mm-hmm. to to play you know that really had a big part in leading us to come together so it's really a new thing and a lot of new music is is on, you know, getting brewed up
0: right now. Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, what I heard just the three cuts that uh you gave me the honor of, of listening to, I was uh I was thoroughly tickled pink, I guess you'd say. But the, <laughs> you could uh um you could listen to that all day. And actually I think I did one day. I just kept it on repeat. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, we have to to give a
1: lot of credit to our friend Ricky uh, Watson at Rick's Music down there. He has an awesome studio, actually, probably only twenty minutes from my house. Wow. Um, He done a great job. He's he's awesome. Has one of the premier studios, I think, in, in Kentucky for this kind of music. So it was really fun to go on there and hang out with him. Which you know, of course, Ricky. He's known for playing guitar with J.D. Crowe. Exactly. But he's such a great engineer and has a, such a, a great studio. We were very pleased with the tones and the sounds that we were, good, we, you know, we were doing. Uh, but the band just seems to jail very well. I mean, in the studio, it was all recorded live, which was great. The vocals were live. Uh, so very little overdubs, but you know, it was kind of jailed really quick. So it was very few overdubs, um, very few retakes. So we knocked out
0: a lot of songs in a very short time. Well, I mean that's when it works like that. You just got to keep going anyway. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't put it out, you just you got to keep it. <clears throat> that's for sure. But uh, you you mentioned you guys are out of Kentucky now. What part of Kentucky can uh, can I put you guys in? Well, all five of us are are kind of from different spots um, from Kentucky.
1: I'm from Eastern Kentucky, Alsa County, which is mm-hmm. in southeastern Kentucky. Arthur's from Paris, which is kind of close to Lexington. Katie's from Frankfurt. The other side of Lexington. Other side of Lexington. Mm-hmm. Um, Roddy's from Winchester, which is kind of on the outskirts of Lexington. And Aaron wow. Bebelhauser is from Louisville. Is he? From, is Aaron from Louisville?
2: He's at least been there a long he's time. He's been there. He's, <laughs> a, he's a Louisvilleian. <laughs> he's accepted uh, that. You
1: know. Yeah, so we're, it's kind of, uh, you know, we're kind of all spread out a little bit, but it's, it's, it's not bad. We have a good central location. We rehearse in Lexington a lot, which is kind of a central location for us. Uh, but you know, we've all known each other for years. Actually, Aaron Beeblehouser was in a band with Dave Howard, who was the mandolin player in the 23 string band mm-hmm. So I've known Aaron for, you know, 15 years, something like that. So, you know, great banjo player, great guy, great songwriter, great singer. We love having him in the band and having everyone else is just an honor for me. Uh, because not only
0: are they, you know, my peers, they're like musical inspirations for me as well. Sure. I mean, it's good when you guys can gel like that. But, you know, like you're saying, Chris, it's when you can, you know, be with people that you look up to every day. It makes recording a song or, or taking a, a a suggestion from somebody about how to record or how to do this or how to change this or whatever makes it that much easier, I guess, for you, doesn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, whenever, you know, we have suggestions, so we're running through songs and somebody has an idea of I let mean, all right, let's, let's just try it and see how it works because I respect all of them so well musically, you know, but we all get along so great and and decisions seem to be super easy to make. And, you know, even tracking the the songs, you know, there's a lot of songwriters in the band and, uh, you know, there's a lot of great songs in this band, but when we choose the songs to record or play, we kind of choose the songs that we want, not, you know, Arthur doesn't sing a song, then I have to sing a song, and then Aaron. It's not like a round-robin <laughs> kind of thing. We just do the, the songs that we feel like is, is best for the band. And that's that's really great when you can be around musicians like that that kind of look at it, you know, as a whole, as a summative piece rather than, you know, trying to get myself out there yeah. or the, in, in a, any
0: individual person. Well, that's what it's about, man. But, you know, a lot, of, a lot of guys don't see it that way <laughs> these these days. Um now, we talked about, about the COVID issue with you guys. Um, I think that the pandemic has actually brought a lot of people together um, like this. And, the, you know, people that would have never played together before. I'm noticing people are getting together in, in that respect. I mean, uh, wh- how exactly did this work out? I mean, did you guys just all know each other and call each other up one night and say, hey, why don't we do this? You know, <laughs> how would this work out? Well, I think
2: you, trickling in, I'd call them, just everyone kind of trickled in. Uh, Chris and I started fooling around. We've played music at festivals and at the campgrounds and whatever for years, but Mm -hmm. December of of, uh, 19, we were at a Christmas party, and we started playing there, and then I made them, you know, agree to play music with me (laughs) and like book gigs and then i think we ended up booking (laughs) three well i was like come on man let's do this this is fun and um we uh books a lot of you know a fair amount of gigs going into the spring of 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 20 Mm -hmm. um has a bunch of fun and then the you know march comes along and and there's nothing you know you can do about it it just kind of everything grinded to a halt but there still were some opportunities for us to play outdoors and, uh, in some, you know, situations that were seemed, you know, felt safe. And, um, you'll see a lot of that in this spring of, with outdoor concerts and socially distant concerts and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. we had a couple opportunities and one of those, uh, we, we picked up Roddy and then, um, I don't really remember how Katie and Aaron came on. I mean, we, we we I think we just realized that um, we knew we loved and respected them as friends and musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, we we got booked to play a gig and you know we were like, well, hell, it's a lot more fun when you got a ripping fiddle player and a <laughs> banjo player that sings real loud and, yeah. and, <laughs> and it's I just always, easier. You I know? always say you know I hate to use the word organic, but
1: truly this band was organic. We didn't set out to be like, oh, let's start a five piece band and let's take over the world. No, actually it was the opposite of that. We'd all been in bands that, you know, had their own set of issues and, yeah. you know, the stress with that, all of us has, has been the lead singers of bands. So by having all these singers, like it took a lot of that pressure off. Mm-hmm. So initially in the beginning it was like, well, let's just play. We won't travel much. We'll just play like local private parties and just kind of get that itch out from playing because no matter. No matter, I'm gonna play music, whether it's with That's this right. band or what, you know, like in Arthur and everybody's the same way. Like it's in mm-hmm. our blood. We have to perform, we have to get out. So, you know, initially we just like, well, you know, the two piece is cool, but having a bass makes a big difference. Yeah. You know? Sure. But then we're like, well, if we had a, you know, fiddle player it would take a lot of the pressure off me as being the soloist, because, you know, Arthur just kind of plays rhythm. So mm-hmm. by having a fiddle player would allow me to concentrate on singing more. And not having to concentrate on playing mandolin. And then, you know, like, oh, if we had a, a third person to sing a baritone part, that would be great too, you know. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of slowly just adds. It's kind of like if you ever remodel your house, you're thinking about <laughs> just doing something small. And then all of a sudden you have like a major project on your hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, the toilet doesn't go over there. Let's put it in the corner.
1: Yeah, I'm like you know, initially was going to bid on like a sunroom. And like, well, I'm just going to insulate it, and I'll just, I well, maybe just make a second floor, and then I can make a bedroom. And like, it just keeps on getting and growing. And then
0: like, then like I said, then you can build a room around the toilet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which, I always wanted one of those, you know? Yeah, for sure. You can the door.
1: You can do an outhouse It has a door and walls. Exactly.
0: And oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a great way to think, though, Chris. I, I'm kind of seeing a little glimpse into your mind.
2: <laughs> that's scary.
0: That's <laughs> kind of scaring me right now, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, the only thing you need to know about Chris and and everyone else pretty much in the band is Anytime you get paid to play music, it's a lot better than weed eating. So um, we may get a steel sponsorship at some point with all the power equipment we have. But uh are home I'm telling you, it's it, anytime someone pays you to sing into a can, it's a lot better than weed eating for so, ten dollars for ten dollars an hour. <laughs> well,
0: that's an inside joke. In, somebody, in some respects, I'm figuring that one out, but. uh you know, I'll tell you what, though. You guys have had, both have had really great musical careers as far as being creative. And um, I think some people need to judge um, success by what makes them happy. And that doesn't work a lot of times for the general public. But you guys seem to be really at ease with what you're doing and you feel great about this. You feel like you have the right people together. It seems to me the music in, is coming. So, wow, what else could you want? I mean, when can we expect a record?
2: Well, we've got three songs in the can. Uh, some of the, One of those you'll be able to hear in a month. It'll mm-hmm. be out April 2nd. Okay. Um, What's and we're going to release the other two. And, you know, really we you know, it's organically like how we formed the band. We had a couple gigs and we took some money that we made and we spent it on some songs and mm-hmm. we wanted to see what it sounded like. And then now we're, we've got the other songs to record if we need to record them or we want to record, obviously, you know, cause that for me is the biggest legacy you can leave for your family and your friends and whoever out there is listening, you know, cause I, you never know who hears something these days with the internet, but, you, you know, musically for me, and I think it's a big goal for the band, is just to, you know, if you re- capture the moment of the recording of the music, you know, mm-hmm. that's what really it has stands the test of time, hopefully, or gets, you know, something you can always go back to and revisit, um, is when you record with a group of people, you know, and, and, and are creative and create that, that music, so... Um, I think if things go well, we'll have, you know, a full length coming very soon, um, you know, towards the fall or the winter. Yeah. I think that's very doable. Okay. Um,
0: you guys are like an independently based artist instead of, um, you know, kind of, uh, needing to have a record label behind you. Is that, is that what I'm saying? Or what i'm hearing
1: yeah we're, we're totally
2: independent we do not yeah. have a record label unless you got one you want to call us come on back <laughs> <laughs> actually i've <have> got two <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no i mean you know uh you can i just want to get it recorded because you never yeah. know like uh we've all been through a lot in our musical careers mm-hmm. um so, you know some of us have had you know issues with playing and uh mm-hmm you never know when the gift, cause now that's where I am at. And I think that's where we all are is just, it's such a fun thing and it's such a gift to get to make music and to have people that are willing to come see you do it.
0: Sure.
2: Um, you know, it's just, it's it's like every time I get to do it with a group, especially in the in the context of, of COVID and, you know, spending a lot of time in an isolated, you know, kind of environment, it, It was like my family and my and my music friends in the band, you know, Mm -hmm. for a while. I, I didn't see very many people, and it was a gift to get to see you know the band and play together and rehearse and do that kind of thing. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, COVID was a good thing in some respects, but basically, it's 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 killed a lot of a lot of groups. I think that were. Um, together and maybe they were struggling a little bit to find where they are and what they want to do and uh, this has kind of laid, you know drawn the gauntlet line, you know said, hey, you're either going to do it or you're not and unfortunately we've lost some really good music and some good acts because of that but, um, you know, I think uh, only the strong survive sometimes when things like this happen, not just uh, you know Medically, but uh, of course, you know, with what you're going to be doing. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, the, the good thing about us is that we all have day jobs, you know, that's good. so makes it a lot easier when you don't have to really depend on, you know, the money to come in or having to make X amount of money because, yeah.
0: you know, you have that through your day, day job. Exactly. Sometimes that's best these days, you know, I mean, it's, uh, if I hadn't had, if I hadn't had my day job, you know, who knows what would have happened, you know, I mean, it's just me and my wife, but boom, something happens. And, uh, we were, you know, I was a, an essential, considered an essential worker. So didn't have much problem with that. Actually, it was probably too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be sitting in front of my computer talking to you guys, man, than, you know, than going <laughs> to work. So, but anyway, so, uh, now let's talk about, uh, Katie, um, how did you guys run into Katie? I mean, did you did you know her from Newtown or 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 what?
1: Yeah, I'm, I met Katie just at festivals just from playing music. I mean, in Kentucky the bluegrass circle is really tight. Mm-hmm. So you know lots of people, you know. Sure. I guess I, I, I personally for me, I guess I met Katie uh while she was playing with Newtown and we would get I would get asked to play pickup gigs or throw together gigs sometimes and Katie would sometimes be the fiddle player. Right. So I got to play with her even, the, you know, all these people in the band I've played with at some capacity at some point, either like in a jam or, you know, on stage, uh, like at a private party or something like that.
2: Right. How did you meet Katie Archer? Well, <laughs> I remember going to Natasha's in Lexington, and, well, I guess the big, the big time that I became buddies with Katie was uh, I opened a, helped a, a friend of mine open a, bluegrass and barbecue joint in Lexington in 2012
0: man that sounds good
2: it was fun and and book all my friends um in <laughs> Katie's band Newtown they'd play and they would have one of the better nights you know he was rowdy and the sound was good and um CJ Kane was playing guitar with Newtown and I heard him with Katie and you know had never gotten to jam with a rhythm a guy that plays rhythm guitar like that yeah he's great so we, you know, CJ actually left Newtown to come play and start the Wooks. Yeah. Um, And, but, you know, so then CJ, whenever we needed a fiddle player, would get Katie. So it's the same thing for me because um, she's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, like the music she a- was able to make, you know, the recorded music that Newtown was able to produce is some of the highest quality stuff that I've heard.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's
2: really great music.
0: Yeah yeah i met those guys at uh, i b m a one year and um the, i think they played something played something in the um on the lower floor there at i b m a and i was like, wow you know i mean live they were they were really good they just had a good little synchronicity i guess with those with that bunch of people was great but uh you know there again you find people that uh can fill the gap for you and what you guys are looking to do now. Uh, I know you're looking at an independent label. Okay. You're doing all this stuff yourself. You've all got day jobs. When do you have time to record? Well, you just have to look at the
2: calendar and hope you don't <laughs> already have a gig. <laughs> and cause luckily the calendar is getting a little tight on the weekends and, uh you know, just call Ricky and hopefully he's available and, everyone show up and get it done. But uh, it is, it is getting to be more of a scheduling issue going into the spring. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some of us are, are able to work during the week on music stuff. Some of us aren't. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's great though, because like Chris said, the, you know, there's like an element of low pressure here. Exactly. It's not like we're trying to, do anything crazy. We just want to play together and see what happens. Yeah, we also have some people on our
1: team, like Black yeah. Mountain Management. Is
0: yeah, our management group. Great.
1: Yeah. yeah, they're awesome and they're really helping us out a lot with some of the busy work. You know, you kind of get to this point when you're performing and you're playing that you're spending a lot of time doing things other than playing music, and that's when it's not fun. When, it's, when you get together for three hours and talk <laughs> business rather than playing or exactly. creating. So you have to get people on your side and on your team that can do a lot of that, that work for you. Uh, but yeah. we just kind of divide up a lot of work, you know, amongst yourself too. Uh, cause like I said, we've all had experience working in bands and, you know, doing social media and doing merch and handling money. Right. So it makes it really great that we all have that experience. Um, so it does, the scheduling gets to be a little bit tough, but you just kind of have to just, you know, schedule it and go with it. But I mean, yeah. I think, I mean, this, this band is so proficient in their playing that I think that we could knock out a lot of songs in a weekend, you know?
0: Yeah, you probably could. Now you two played together um, quite a bit, you were talking about, but what did, how many records did you come up with between you guys?
2: Well, so we started kind of as a duo called Hancock and Shouse Mm -hmm. in December of 19. And then we started playing music together uh, we were talking about recording uh, and then the pandemic hit. And then by the time it all, the dust has settled, we were a five piece band and we made a new band name. Cause <laughs> we didn't feel like, you know, Katie Penn and Roddy Puckett and Aaron Beeble deserved to be second fiddle to Hancock and Shouse. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, we just kind of rebranded <laughs> just recently, you know, January 26th. I'll remember that date. That's our birthday as a band. Um, so you know we rebranded cuz you know it, it's Katie Penn and Aaron Bieberhouse and Roddy Puckett. <laughs> they, exactly. They're all great and um and also, you know, uh just that collective spirit of the name.
0: Yeah. Um what I'm hearing from you guys is just so damn refreshing. Um not many acts think this way. I mean, they might try to tell you that they do but I can tell you guys are are pretty proficient in what you're doing musically and you're, you know, everybody seems to be doing the right thing here. Yeah, I think so. How do you feel about that? It is,
1: it's, it's very refreshing for me It's refreshing on lots of different levels. Uh, you know, the last show we played, I, I really felt comfortable playing with these people at this point already. Like I'm not nervous. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not having to worry about, you know, Arthur not being able to pull his part or or Roddy or Katie or Aaron or anybody because I trust what they're doing musically is going to be, you know, great. Plus, like like, a little
0: bit bigger than you, too, Chris. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so like on that aspect, it makes it it really nice and low pressure. Then we all get along great and we make, you know, like I said earlier, we make really sound decisions for the band. And I think yeah. we've all kind of been stressed out with it. So that we don't want to be stressed out with this, you know, we just no. want to play and have fun and we just kind fun. of go with where, where it leads. You know, our goal is not to make 10 records. I don't know. We might make 20 records. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know that personally for myself, the people in this band are like my dream team. Um, that's as far cool. as musicians and just people in general. I mean, it's not only can you look up look, look up to them musically, but also, like, personally,
0: because they're all good people and people that, you know, we can trust and help each other out. Man, I'm telling you, I'm hearing stuff I don't hear every day, and that, that's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: well, maybe that's everybody's problem. I don't, yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I but, think it's probably going to be what keeps you guys together through thick and thin and, and you know, dependent on each other to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah, it just I could be it, wrong, I was, I'm, I'm not going to say fate, but everybody was kind of going through things personally where that
0: mm-hmm. they were all ready for a change. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I that's, agree. You know, that's, that's good. Uh, things happen for a reason. and uh, You know, like I said, like you're saying, I don't want to say fate, but it could have been, you know, maybe it was just supposed to work out at that time. Yeah. I, I mean. don't know. But, Hell of a great bunch of music. I mean, so far, I can't. I mean, I love to brag about this because nobody's heard what I've heard. And that rocks, dude. Yeah, that's cool. I'm walking around and, my and I'm, I'm going, I can hear this, and you can't.
2: I'm the worst, man. If I record something, I'm like, let's put it out tomorrow. Let's oh, put all three songs, all three songs. Out. Tomorrow. I don't care what happens, just drop it. Do the Sturgill Simpson thing and just release it. it. man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Old but, Sturge, man. He just uh, he did what he wanted to do, man. It's awesome. Was, it is incredible. I was totally impressed. I mean, I loved him before he did that. I mean, I had a friend of mine that introduced me to him a long time ago. And uh, he's like, you got to hear this guy. And this is going to be the new sound of music. And I was like, really? You know? And, and I was, you know, trying to... Trying to be open, and man, when I first started listening to him, I was like, "Holy crap, this is this is good," you know. And, I, and then I was hooked. and Then when he did this, you know, bluegrass record, I was freaking out.
1: Well, you can say what you want to about Churchill. He does what he wants to, you know. He, he had like a heavy, like he had a rock album. Then he came with the bluegrass album, <laughs> the country, the country record. Like who knows? He might do a reggae record.
0: Next. And they're both awesome. It's and, all good. Yeah, it's all good. I like. Yeah. With guest guest Ziggy Marley, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to the future of this and and watching you guys grow and and watching how things gel over time because they're actually going to get better. I think just due to the not just the um, musical abilities of people, but people grow together a lot of times. And, I agree,
2: yeah. and you know hopefully we can remember the chords (laughs) we've only played a few gigs i mean i think we played technically our third gig uh on last friday and holy crap uh it was it was really fun and we had a great time but yeah that's kind of where we're at is what's happening you know what's going on here we're playing our third gig this is great but um we're making some noise which is fun (laughs) What was well, funny I mean,
1: is I even I was asking Arthur earlier what some words were to a chorus of his song because yeah. I think I was to, I've been singing them wrong because
0: I can't remember. Huh?
1: But not that I can't remember, I just
2: make up my own. <laughs> Sometimes that's better. Yeah, or like I'll, I guess the last one that was perfect timing. in our last gig, Chris was wondering what the words were, and I just went ahead and sung his part for him <laughs> yeah. without without thinking and. You know, it worked out. We're kind of getting like a married couple. He can read my thoughts. <laughs>
1: like he knew. That, he knew I didn't knew. He he knew that I didn't know the line. That's scary. So, so I got I it, it for him. Like pretty soon we'll be uh, finishing each other's sentences.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't, That's I Chris's don't know if Mick deal. Mick Jagger and uh, you know Keith Richards did that or not? But hey, who says it can't happen? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man, we are so jacked about this music on my end, and we're looking forward to sharing it with the world. So uh, um little bit of time here, and then uh, we'll be able to play some great music on that Radio Dogs Roadshow. And, uh, of course, we'll have you guys back on the podcast, too, if that's okay with you guys.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to come back, and thanks you know, for being interested in our music and supporting us. And I look forward to meeting you somewhere at a festival or somewhere fun.
0: Yeah, man, if we can <laughs> – if everything happens the way we want it to. I was talking to a buddy of mine, Jeremy Garrett, the other day, and he was saying that um, – what is it, Ticketmaster, or some of those ticket uh, companies are saying that if you want to come to a show next year, you have to have proof that you've taken the vaccine mm. in some uh, way, shape, or form to get – to even buy tickets. So – I mean, I don't know to what extreme all this is going to go, to be honest with you. that kind of sounds weird to me, you know?
2: Yeah, that's pretty aggressive. But I know that a lot of local events in Kentucky are on the way this year, and it's just following, you know, what we know works. And Mm -hmm. um, it's just a fluid situation. I just hope the best for everybody. We're dealing with, you know, there's a lot of things. Life's hard, man. We got some bad flooding in Kentucky right now, and. Do you really? You know a lot of people are suffering right now and so be on the lookout for that. I know there's a lot of noise being made about that, but just mm-hmm. kind of the you know, COVID, the losing friends and family and oh yeah. losing the ability to make music for people outside or inside or any way, you know, that's just been a sad time.
0: It has. It's um, been really tough man the past year. I will say this about radio though. I have seen an in you know, an influx of uh, a lot of good things happening with you know, with the radio industry. I mean, I think people having time off, they've had time to put together some new stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so, I mean, I think that's sort of the only positive side to what uh, what we're talking about here. But, yeah. um, you know, just think about it. You guys would have never met if it hadn't been for a pandemic. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> it remains to be seen. <laughs> Yeah. I think what you're going to be doing is uh, is incredible. So far, so good. I'm uh, I don't really like to judge things before everybody else knows what I'm talking about, but uh, man, it's some great stuff. And uh,
2: you, well, I'll be sure to send you anything I record so you make me feel better about it. Yeah. <laughs> I got some voice memos on my phone. I can. See yeah. We're in Chris's studio here. We might have to bu- jump down after this episode and record you something
0: <laughs> go buy groceries makes me feel good yeah. <laughs> no man it's what it's all about dude well thanks guys for sitting down with me um chris and arthur man i tell you what you guys uh just hang in there just keep me informed that's all i'm asking
2: we will yeah and if you know if you're out there be sure to check us out on all the places that exist on the internet or wherever <laughs> else you consume music and Aaron at Biebelhauser and Katie Penn in Newtown and Chris Schaus and his work with 23 String Band. And you have some solo stuff on there, too. and There's just, you know, check us out. We're uh, aspiring musicians here in Kentucky, and we appreciate Inspiring. it. We appreciate
0: it. Man, I appreciate you being humble, too, man, because I think this is going to end up being something you're going to look back on. And you're going to say... Damn, we should have done this a long time ago. You know? <laughs> That's what I think. Hope so. <laughs> well, guys, thanks a bunch. Rick Dollar for Roadshow Podcast. See ya!